everybody welcome to the first episode of the Groff show podcast here on youtube or those who are listening on apple Podcasts. um i am jackson groff uh this is my first podcast never really done this before but this was something that i wanted to do back in april or not back in april i wanted to do it in april and in may but when certain events happen to certain people special events happen to special people you improvise and that's what we're doing today. And there's no one else I'd rather have on my first episode than best friends since fifth grade, sixth grade. Well, we weren't really best friends that went back then. We went to the same church together. And then we grew a bond. You just can't break. And now he's a GCU manager, Grand Canyon University for the basketball team. March Madness. You know the deal. Matthew Huss, what's good, baby? Show the people, show the people, show the people. Hello, hello. Uh, thank you for having me on. I'm thankful uh, you had me on here for your first episode. And uh, yeah. Oh, you'll be a re- oh, First off, first off, I feel like I'm not wearing the right attire. <laughs> so let me freaking, I'm saying, like, let's, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Be Iowa, baby. Heck yeah. Be Iowa, baby. So uh, for those that, people who don't know you, maybe give them like a little like little insight on who you are, like a little background. Wow. Well, uh, probably most people do not know who I am, uh, but I am a uh, I'm my name is Matthew Huss, born and raised in Arizona, um, went to high school with Jacko Sports here and um, uh, yeah, went to Grand Canyon University and uh through some connections, got this job as a uh, manager for the Grand Canyon basketball team. Uh, I do just about everything you can think of as a manager from the dirty stuff like laundry, waters, the stuff no one wants to do. And then also have the opportunity to do some more uh, fun, important stuff along with it when our uh, coaches and other staff need help. And uh, yeah, I'm just kind of the, if someone needs something, I do it for them. Nice, dude. So let's, let's, Let's flash back a little bit, or okay. let's actually rewind. I guess flashback, rewind, whatever. Back in December when Dan Marley got fired, devastating. But I feel as if, outsider speaking, that he kind of led the way or kind of did the dirty work, I guess, to prepare for Coach Drew. And what, how do you think Coach Drew has done so far? What was it like having him at first? And I know for you, for you personally, I remember we used to talk like, you were kind of nervous whether you'd be, still be a manager or not because you didn't know the guy. Mm-hmm. And for those who don't know who Bryce Drew is, he's the one who hit the shot, game winner, which I actually didn't know who it was until yesterday, researching him and stuff like that. So, yeah, just kind of talk about how it was switching coaches and stuff back in December. So, um, first off, like, loved Coach Marley. He was an awesome guy. Um, he definitely – the first, I think he was here for about six years, and, like, we wouldn't have been able to – be here like I wouldn't be able to be in Indianapolis right now if it wasn't for coach Marley first of all just because of that transition from D2 I think it was to D1 just coach Marley getting that hype and getting the havocs and uh building the program like was just massive and nothing but respect for him and then um coach Drew like yeah I was nervous at first you know like not knowing like am I gonna still be a manager like what's he like like 
just and then COVID happened on top of it. Coach Marley got uh, let go while quarantine was just getting started, and um, it was just a time of unknown. But uh, Coach Drew came along, and it's just been so fun to uh, work under him. As he is just a uh, a leader of God, and he the amount of just like praying and um, faith based this program is on a daily basis is just so cool. And uh, it's very, um, geez, I've someone probably got players knocking on my door right now. Um, <laughs> You're good. Uh, yeah, but it's just such an awesome experience on working under him. And he just, he's really shown me what uh, it takes to have a good work ethic and what can happen with a good work ethic. Do you have any uh, funny Bryce Drew stories or anything that you had with him? Um, yes. Um, before I even met him when we were in quarantine over the summer, uh, 17 day quarantine, um, my mom came and brought the, uh, the quarantine team cookies. And I was like, okay, cool. My mom dropped them off cause I couldn't have contact with her. And I, uh, got the cookies, bought them with the players and we just started eating them. And all of a sudden cops show up at our, to, to our quarantine out by the pool. And I'm chowing down on a cookie players are too. And they're like, can we, can you step aside here? And I was like, sure. And long story short, they thought that when I went to grab the cookies, my mom dropped off that it was a drug deal. And um, <laughs> I got so scared. Cause I'm a, I'm a big like rule follower and all that. Dude, so, rule follower. Um, and so anyways, like, no, sir, like just cookies, like whatever. And so they go, okay. So I was like, all right, cool. The next day, before I've even met Coach, I get a phone call from him. And I was like, I've never even met this guy yet. I'm still in quarantine. Hey, Matt. Uh, hey, Coach. I was really scared. And he basically was just like, yeah, I heard you were uh, a part of a drug deal last night. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, I was just like, no, sir. Like trying to explain myself. And um, I got really scared that he totally understood and believed my story but it was just such a scary first uh interaction with him but well, it's it was so funny about that story because it's like out of all the people that like what happened to you because you're the you were the type in high school that like didn't want to be involved with any trouble or yeah exactly little thing it was just that's just so i got funny. that call my heart was just racing yeah <laughs> so let's talk about uh the 2020 season very unusual season and to come off of last year when it got canceled um what were yeah. the emotions like going into it, especially with no fans? Because like, I mean, I can't even imagine like for football and stuff, we're going to have some fans, but like we just straight up canceled our season. So it's like the fact that you guys played with no fans, how was, how was that playing with no fans? But then also like being kind of cautious too, because you guys also had a couple of weeks in your season that you didn't play because of COVID. Yeah. So. Well, obviously it started off with, we were in Las Vegas last year for our conference tournament when it got canceled. And that was devastating. We weren't expected to win it, which kind of made it easier, but it just sucked being so close to the end of the year, everything you've worked for, and then it just gets canceled. And it really, it really kind of sucked. But then um, this season starts and Brian Mueller and GCU did such a good job with like, with the limited seating options available, getting Havocs in there. The Havocs that were in there this year were so loud and obnoxious and gave us the home court advantage we always needed. And, uh, so that was big because even in a half, not even half full GC arena, our fans did a great job. And then 
we did have a couple of hiccups in the season with uh, players getting COVID or staff or whoever, which uh, causes shut down. And man, like it is so hard. Like middle of the season, we went 20 days without a game and people don't understand like how mentally tough it is like in the middle of the season to like stop for 20 days and just try to stay motivated, practice. Like, dude, when you're on practice, okay. Like when you know that you have 20 days of just practice, when it's like practice 11, 12, 13 with no game to look forward to, nothing to scout, like it's, it's a grind, man. And so this team just fought through it all. Like we all worked so hard, man. And um, it's led to being here in Indy. Dude, that's so that's just crazy because you have to bring your own juice too, which I think that you managers probably that's your yeah. I think that's your biggest role is just bringing juice on the team. You, sure. Ethan, right? Yep, Ethan and Preston. Yes, that's dope. So yep. now you made your way regular yes, season sir. whack champs. Yes, sir. Tournament whack champs. Not only tournament, you guys killed. You guys, you guys pretty much swept. You swept. We averaged uh, our average win in the tournament was 26 points. So, yeah, we uh, crushed everyone. Crushed, crushed. New Mexico State. See ya. Yeah. Not GCU. even broke. Let's go. So, let's talk, let's talk about the 24 hours between okay. after you guys won, the emotions, oh, yeah. all of that. Talk about all of that. All that had to go on because you guys had to leave. So, talk. To, I don't want to spoil you. Yeah. So, uh, that, that, that's up there top five for like the craziest just like 24 hours of my life like I had called you kind of once I finally got settled here in Indy and I was just like holy cow what's happening it was a blur because so Saturday WAC championship game um obviously we wake up not knowing like if we're gonna win or not like like we wake up Saturday morning like I could be on my way to Indy tonight or tomorrow or I could be on my way to Arizona back home and it, it's a weird it's weird like not knowing I'm a very schedule oriented guy. So not knowing what my next day is going to look like is kind of weird. So spend the whole day kind of nervous Saturday prepping through Mexico state buzzer sounds or champs first 30 minutes after we win is just, you know, cheering, screaming, crying, hugging like pictures. And it's the adrenaline rush is so cool. And just like all the hard work we put in was worth it. Uh, and that was an amazing feeling. So and then once that happens, after about 30 minutes, my manager juices kick in and I'm like, oh God, like all these guys running around in their warmups and in their jerseys and their tights, like I have to collect all of this and, and then we're leaving and I got to pack and I was like, oh God. So, you know, just, hey guys, like, yay, but like, can I have your warm up tights, jerseys real quick? So then get all that. We, uh, we knew it was going to be an early morning. So we packed up the whole bus before us managers did uh, probably went to bed at about 3 a.m. Um, Las Vegas time. I'm getting so confused with all these time zones, but uh, went about 3 a.m. Cause we're up all night, you know, our adrenaline's rushing. We're watching ourselves on ESPN. Like it's so cool. And then uh, bam, like we had a flight at, what was it? I didn't get like a private jet. It was sick. It was like a private jet left at like, eight or 9 a.m. So we go to sleep at three, we're waking up at like seven to get guys ready. So four hours of sleep, we get up, you know, everyone's got their championship hats and the nets and our shirts and someone's holding the trophy. And like, it was so cool. Uh, Cause you pull up to the private jet off with our charter bus. They take all the bags for you loaded up to the plane, which was so cool. And then get on the flight, you know, we're all taking pictures with the trophy and nets and yeah. And so cool. And then, 
kind of a long flight, probably four hours to Indy. So we slept probably three of those hours, then get off the flight, get picked up on another charter bus, got a uh, police escorted from the airport to the hotel, which was so cool. Never been police escorted before. Um, and then they're like, you guys got to go into your room right now. The selection show is about to start. So they rush us into our team meeting room selection show. All right, you guys are going to be in the first segment. Like everyone be ready to go. And then take on out of the Western athletic conference, the antelopes of grand Canyon champions of the WAC. First ever NCAA tournament appearance for the antelopes, just their eighth year. So then that happens and then, all right, now you got to get all the bags you have packed. Like they're going to bring those up. And then like, it was just such a blur. And then uh, finally it was like, all right, two day quarantine, able to kind of reset, gather ourselves. And that two day quarantine really kind of helped. But yeah, it was a wild, but fun 24 hours. Jeez. So what's the, what's the vibe like in the bubble? What's, what's the, what's it's the crazy, vibe outside coming in? Like, I mean, you're in the same, like people don't realize you're in the same hotel as all 60, well, it was 68, now it's 64 because of the games. But it's like, you have people from like Tom Izzo, you got Luke Garza, who you're playing in there. You got Rick Patino. You got all these upsets, especially what happened tonight, which is this is recorded on March 19th. So we just watched North Texas win. We just watched Oral Roberts win. So you, I don't know if you've seen Oral Roberts after that game or whatever, but like, just kind of talk about the vibe, like beginning to like right now i guess i don't know yeah it's uh it's crazy the first day was an adjustment period you know walking down because all of the team meeting rooms and where we eat and our covid tests all the same area now there's a couple other hotels so the uh the 68 64 whatever teams are spread out in three different hotels weston marriott and this jw marriott we're staying in the big hotel it has a huge bracket on it which is cool um but between these three are where all the teams are. So I'm guessing we have probably 22-ish teams in this building. Um, but it's an adjustment, man, to just, like, go downstairs to eat breakfast and you see, like, Tom Izzo or, like, Roy Williams or – and, like, I'm not kidding. Like, like and it's just so – it's kind of eye-opening and inspiring just to see, like, these are just, like, human beings that, like, worked hard and got there. Like, it's not – they're not, like, just some – thing you see on tv and they're magically good at coaching no like they're just a person and it's just it's inspiring to see that and just know like okay like maybe i could do something like that too one day you know like they're not they didn't they weren't just came down from a different planet to coach you know like and uh but it's definitely been an adjustment period for sure to not you know fanboy at all or like oh there he is or you know but it's such a cool experience well the craziest thing that you told me was because you showed up and you saw luke garza like off rip and what? you saw Luke, you saw Luke Garza. Yeah. Kind of before you, who you knew you were going to play. Before we knew. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, I went to the bathroom right when we got there. Like I said, right off the, the police escorted bus, went to the bathroom. I was like, Oh crap. Like there's Luca Garza. That's cool. Walk into the room and the Lopes are playing Luca Garza's Iowa Hawkeyes. And I'm like, <laughs> Oh my gosh. Like he's like right over there. Like that's so crazy. But, uh, yeah. That was really cool. Well, it's nuts too, because like we've been watching like the NBA bubble. You know, they have a lot of stuff there. There's a lot of good things that happen in the NBA bubble, and there's a lot of bad things. And one of the bad things that people said in the NBA bubble was the food. Mm -hmm. So how was the food? And, like, during during your little quarantine, talk about, like, what you had to do. Because I know they, like, delivered food to you guys, if I'm yeah. correct. And then yeah. I think 
what I've heard from social media, the food's gotten better. Mm-hmm. So definitely the buffet food after quarantine was better than the quarantine meals. And that's kind of naturally how it goes. Cause that stuff's packaged probably takes a while for it to get to our rooms. Totally understandable. But it wasn't awful. Um, I've loved the hotel food here uh, just because it's, it's all like, they're giving us healthy food because like athletes should be eating healthy. However, people don't realize that college athletes don't eat healthy. They just eat whatever they eat to get their calories in. <laughs> so some of them that have complained about it, it's just because they don't like healthy food, but it's just a lot of grilled chicken, salads, rice, which I'm cool with, but, but yeah, the quarantine meals were a little rough, but it's, uh, we're living. All right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Bro. You guys' hotel rooms are so nice too. How, yeah, many, got how many hot steam showers have you taken since you've been there? Been too many to count, man. Steamy showers are my thing. You know that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Got to release the pores. Okay, so how's so what's a what's a typical day in the life in the NCAA bubble? Like, where do you guys go? What's the what's the typical vibe? So basically, it's cool. So you know how I was saying how there's three hotels. Uh, connected to the three hotels is this one big convention center, and the convention center has. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L. Like, it, it, there are letters, but it goes down to, like, L of just practice courts. Um, and so those three hotels, every team practices in those. And so usually you, like, wake up, go down to breakfast in the team meeting room where we had the selection show. Um, and then from there, we usually go down to the convention center and uh, practice. They do a very good job here of just, like, cleaning all the stuff in between practices, between balls, uh even the rims, the water bottle, coolers, all of that. Um, get a practice in there. They they provided two huge meeting rooms for us that are just full of gear and drinks, water and Powerade drinks, um, TVs. Like, it's so awesome. So downtime, usually spend the team meeting room watching film or whatnot. Um, they have a really nice laundry service, which as a manager, obviously, <laughs> we love that. We don't even have to do it. You just have to give them my bag of laundry, and they do it for me and text me when it's done. So it's been so well organized and COVID cautious and they've done a great job here. You guys have like a player lounge or anything too, or like where you guys play games or. Um, well, we've brought, we've all brought playstations and Xboxes for video games up in our room, but the team meeting room kind of fulfills those needs. Cause there's, there's TVs, projectors. They have like a little bowling set for us. Like, so between that and we're still, man, we're still recovering from the Eastern time zone, man. Like it's three yeah. hours later here than in Arizona. So here I having to get up at 7 a.m. here and it's 4 a.m. in Arizona. And I'm like, whoa. So definitely a lot of naps have been taking place. Oh, yeah. I bet, bro. Um, what was I going to say? Let's talk. So are you, are you basically indoors all day? Like, are you ever outside? It's a great question. So until from Sunday afternoon when we got here into the selection show till about I think Wednesday we did not leave indoors because our hotel's connected to that practice convention center um in like a hallway so there was literally no fresh air but then they have this minor league baseball field just on the other side of our hotel and they've like put like volleyball volleyball nets and footballs and all that out there and so like you can have your team like reserve like a timeout on the field to go like get some fresh air and throw the ball around, get a little exercise. Cause obviously the exercise gyms are closed for us. They actually have weight rooms here for the players, which is so cool that they've been able to like execute that. But 
yeah, so we had a little uh, baseball field time uh, a couple days ago, and it felt great to get fresh air. But other than that, yeah, only indoors. Do you have all your and gear set out still, too? What? All your gear, do you have that all set out still? Like, yeah, I don't. I, I should. We got. Oh, you're good. We'll put, we'll put a photo gear. up there. Got a. Yeah, photo. Bang. What's the What's your favorite thing about the gear? Like, what's your favorite item? <sighs> probably. I like this hat. Got the hat. And then probably uh, the guy, they give us this really big, comfy blanket that I'll definitely be uh, snuggling in on the plane ride home, hopefully three weeks from now. <laughs> Are you taking it out of the out of the bag yeah. nope keeping it in the bag but the other guys have had theirs out and you know i've, I've had a couple test runs made sure it's cuddly and it is so is that like walking distance or is there like a certain like security thing you have to walk through because i imagine like not anyone you guys are the only ones like march madness people are the only ones allowed oh yeah there's tons of security around the hotel and we have people escorting us everywhere we have our own Every team has their own team amb- ambassador. Her name's Laura. Shout out Laura. She'll never see this, but shout out Laura. Um, Laura. <laughs> she's, she's so good to us. Whenever I need anything or we need to be taken anywhere, she makes sure we got security or bus or whatever we need. And so it's just so organized. And it's so nice to have a little team mom here for us. That's sick, bro. Um, do you have any funny stories of stuff that's happened to you guys during the bubble? Like anything that's happened? Because like for, for reference, for reference, BYU's had some pretty funny things, at least oh, yeah. the media, with their COVID test when they're like all cheering and stuff like that. I'll play the video. Put seven out of Kansas City, Missouri. Oh. Uh, and then like one of the guys got stuck in the elevator. I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, that's so scary. Like, have you had any moments like that or any like weird encounters with like teams and stuff? Or um the only thing that has happened, and I won't name names here, but no need, no need. Well, you're just gonna say that all the team meeting rooms are very close, including our opponent, the Iowa Hawkeyes. Oh. Um, and when one of our players, you know who you are, um, was walking down the escalator uh, yesterday, he said something along the lines of, yeah, and, uh, and we're going to beat Iowa, blah, 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 and kind of talking crap out loud, not knowing uh, any of them were there. And he turns the corner, and Luca Garza was right there. And, and he, like, he was like, Oh gosh, and uh, yeah, I won't say exactly what he was saying, but he he was talking uh, talking a little smack to the about the Iowa Hawkeyes, and uh, their best player happened to be right around the corner, and it was very awkward but hilarious. Oh, that's crazy, bro. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, jeez. Not, hopefully, we didn't, uh, you know, put a little spark into them if you heard that, but they're gonna type it up and put it everywhere or something. Hopefully. Yeah, yeah, and this. When people watch this, it'll be after the game. So hopefully uh, we won. <laughs> yeah. So so this is Friday. So have you seen any teams come in at all that have like won or people that pack? Oh, what's funny. So what's funny is after breakfast today, going up the elevator and some Michigan State guys are in the elevator. And I was like, oh, cool. And I was like, I was like they lost last night. That's awkward. Like, I was like, why are they still here? Um, so, yeah, that I saw that. And then 
I saw UCLA who beat them. They were practicing next to us this morning. Uh, saw UCLA after their dub, but those are the only two uh, teams I've seen at, like after a game because uh, they played last night in the first four and the other games today. Uh, I mean, games are still going on, but I haven't seen any teams from today come back yet. No. I got you. Um, so let's talk about, let's talk about the big game. Number two seed Iowa versus number 15 seeded Grand Canyon University. Yes. Now, this, this game off rip, a lot of people are saying, oh, Iowa's got Luka Garza. They like, they're, they're a good team. Like GCU has no shot. But for those who are watching this, Oral Roberts just beat Ohio State. A yeah. two versus 15. So how does a game like that, what do you think the message is going to be from Coach Drew? after something like that happens? Or is he kind of like one of the coaches that's like, block out all the noise and just focus on focus on what we have? Well, it was pretty exciting. We had just finished practice this uh, afternoon and we came back for lunch and that game was on. And so most of the team, the coaches were in there and we were all watching it. And obviously Oral Roberts was representing the 15 seeds, you know, 15 seed here. And uh, when they won, it just kind of like they gave like a, Hey, like, like this is possible. Like we can do this. And we even looked up, we're like, has any, uh, has any, has there been any year where like two fifteens have beaten two, two seeds? And I guess it was like 2012, like the year McCollum and Lehigh beat Duke and uh, Norfolk beat uh, Missouri. I believe it was both 2012 or something. Uh, but we had looked it up cause we're like, crap, like has two fifteen seeds ever won in the same year? Like, is this bad? Like overthinking it, but it definitely gave like a sense of like a hey like this is possible like it gave us a little bit of a we we already we already believe in ourselves and like know it's possible yeah. but it was just kind of like a it's happening like March Madness has happened 15 seeds are beating two is like let's do it fellas so how's the how's the week been for you guys practice wise because I remember you telling me that like it's weird because like certain teams like Duke Kentucky blah 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 they, they want to win national championships for lower schools like you guys you want to make it to the tournament you right the big dance so now 24 hours, less than 24 hours to the game. What's how's the mindset changed from from Monday? Um, yeah, so Monday and Tuesday were kind of more of like the honeymoon phase of just like we're here, we're in Indy, like look at all these big names, this this cool place, like we completed our goal, like yes, uh whatever. Um, and then kind of after we got kind of settled in and like that that kind of we won the whack, kind of chilled out, it was kind of like okay, like, hold on, like, we can do this. Like, we're, we're a good team. We're here for a reason. Um, and we finally kind of started to lock in. You can tell the guys are locked in and excited and not really feeling any nerves, man. Like, as a 15 seed, like, just go out there, like, play hard. Like, you know, there's no reason to be nervous as a 15 seed. It's Iowa that needs to be nervous of us. So definitely kind of Wednesday, Thursday, Friday has been kind of like a switch and like we're kind of getting locked in now and i'm glad we did because monday tuesday was just kind of like we're just happy to be here type yeah be the underdog and stuff that's so exciting so what so this is recorded on friday march 19th so people listening this probably know the outcome but what is the keys to the game gcu does what well and they win the game what's the what's the biggest thing i think it's just play gcu basketball don't try as long as we're not hey oh where do you oh we're gonna try to play like duke like no like 
we don't have to play like another team to be Iowa. We just have to be ourselves to the best of our ability. Not don't try to do too much. Don't try to force a Cinderella team. Just do what we do. We've worked hard all, all year. Um, we're here for a reason. And go out there, have fun, play GCU basketball. I, I just think don't overthink it. Just be us. Dude, I'm excited to watch, bro. But there's one, there's one, there's one little segment that I want to do. It's a new okay. segment. First podcast, gotta come out on segment. It's called Do Ya Noah Iowa edition. Do you know <laughs> Iowa? You like it? Not bad. Like so it. I'm gonna ask you 10 questions about the state of Iowa and Iowa itself. It's gonna be bad. And we're gonna see how many questions you get right. All right. Are you ready? Let's do it. Okay. So Iowa's Iowa was named the sixth most boring state in America. But what are they known for? Like, what's the what's the thing that they're known for? I'll give you a hint. It's like they're known for like a food type. Iowa. Okay, well, let's see. I can I, I can do I multiple choice if you want me to. If not, what? I can do a multiple choice if you want me to. Off the top of my head, kind of hard. Yeah, do a multiple choice. Okay, okay, okay. All right, we'll go. A, pork. B, spinach. C, ravioli, <laughs> D, corn, E, A and E, or A and D. Jeez. I just came up with that on top of my head because I was not expecting to do I'm gonna, more. Uh, I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with uh, pork. Pork? <laughs> <laughs> that, that is right. They're also known for corn, too. Okay, well, you said what are they known for, not multiple. Okay, you did. Okay. Uh, and they, they, and I, I said count. both A That's, and E, D. Yeah. I got that right. Can we get a check mark? Ching. Yeah, yeah. Little, 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 ching. Okay. Yeah, okay. Okay, okay. Next one, no multiple choice. What's their team mascot and what's its name? Like for the team we're playing? Yeah, yeah. So, like, what's their, like, Oh, is it Iowa? Is it Hawkeye? Like, yeah, is that yeah, their yeah. mascot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then what's okay. his, what's the what's the mascot's name? Oh. Uh, <laughs> Harry the Hawkeye? Close! Herky the Hawkeye. Oh! Herky the Hawkeye. You're close. You're close. You're close. Wow, that was close. Okay. Number three. What is a Hawkeye? I actually didn't know. I actually didn't know this. I thought it was. It's not a bird or anything. It's like it's a phrase. But a member you, of the Avengers. Close. <laughs> it's a nickname they use as like a resident of Iowa. They oh, okay. Interesting. Okay. I did not know that. Um, what is the capital of Iowa? What's the first letter? D. Come on, this is like. It's everyone knows. It's. <sighs> Two words. Last word starts with an M. Montana actually played last time they were in that March Madness. They actually played a game in the city. Oh, oh, D and M. D M. Oh, Des Moines. Yes, let's go. Des Moines. Uh, next one. All right, it's between one and ten million. What's the population of Iowa? One and ten million. What's the population? Eight million. Three million. 
That's tiny. I know. That's why they're. That's why wow. they're so boring. Three million in all of Iowa. Three million in all Iowa. I feel like there's three million people at GCU. That's crazy. All right, last segment. Top five road essentials. You're always on the road. You guys play a lot of games. For those out there who aspire to play college sports or oh. even, or even manager at GCU or wherever. Maybe they're like, what do I bring on the road? Like, what do I do? The floor is yours. Okay. My top five essentials. Here we go. Okay. One, got to have it always. We got the Febreze fabric wrinkle release portable edition. <laughs> I've actually never heard of that before. Lifesaver. I'm telling when I when I come out, when I pull my stuff out of my bag and I got my polos I got to wear for the game or my quarter zips, that stuff's looking wrinkled. Oh, and I, I cannot handle an iron. I had a, me and e, Ethan Preston and I had to iron on all the NCAA patches today, and that was just a problem for me. I cannot iron, so the this wrinkle release, just spray it on your shirt, give it a good shake, and that thing is good to go. Really? Shout out Tyler Coner for putting me on this. I've never heard of that before because, like, I I've never used iron because I'm nervous using irons because like they're so hot, and you yeah. got the iron thing on it. It's yeah. so just the iron and kind of rotate it. 100. percent Small and portable. All right, what's the second item? Okay, second item gotta have it. We got coffee. Ooh, we got coffee. This just re- there's nothing in here, but it just represents. I go through probably three cups a day on the road. Just if there's a time difference or if we're up late doing laundry or watching film or whatever, or working out, uh, coffee is what gets us managers and coaches and staff and everyone through these road trips. So shout out to coffee. So what's the, what's the typical, uh, coffee order for those men and women out there who aspire, who drink coffee, who want to hear your recipe, who want to hear your, your go-to essential. So on the, on the road, if it's just uh, like the coffee maker they give us here, it'll just be I'll just drink it black because the sugar, just like the sugar packets and creamer packets don't do it for me. So if it's just a coffee maker in the room, I'm just going to drink it black, you know. But if I can get some hotels have a Starbucks in it. And if uh, the hotel has a Starbucks, we're probably rolling with probably rolling with just a iced white chocolate mocha. Some people say it's girly, but it gets the job done. You know, it gets us the dubs. So <laughs> Such a white girl. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, hey, at least it's not a pumpkin spice latte. It's, you hey, know. Right. Um, but, yeah, so those are first two. Then we got another essential that uh, you've been reading with me. We got Love Does right here. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Books in general, but right now it's Love Does for us. You know, when uh, – when there's extra time on the road, you know, not having to do homework and that book, great book, great book, great book. Uh, Coach Wooden book. Uh, yeah, just kind of reading this or the the Bible or that Wooden book, it's just kind of a good like mental reset, gets your mind off the stressful trip or whatever, and kind of fo- refocuses your mind back to the Lord and just kind of working hard and just you know just get, it puts me in at a good place of mind yeah That's then we're gonna go like get you away from basketball exactly 
Then we're going to go another essential. We got the AirPods. Ooh. Um, AirPods are essential for many different reasons on the road. One, um, for flights or bus rides, I used to have the over-the-head beats, but whenever I had the overhead beats on and I started dozing off to sleep, when I hit the window, it would be <clears throat> like it just hurt. Like you can't like rest your head. Or when you throw your AirPods in, you got your hoodie on, you can lean on the window just fine. It feels great. So that's one. And then two AirPods, you can throw them in for phone calls, which is nice. And then for workouts. So AirPods are an essential, essential, essential on the road. I feel like um, they've gotten more swag and more, I guess, class AirPods have. Then, mm-hmm. like, myself, I used to go with the, the Beat Studios. Yeah, that's what I have. That's what I used to have, too. Yeah. Those are yeah. – those are. Yep. And then the final essential, you know, just added it to the collection. Uh, we got the uh, – we got the WAC champions hat. Baby. You already know. You already know. WAC tournament. Yeah, yeah. Cut the, the net. net. Cut the net. So uh, we're adding that as an essential. We got the. You know, we made it to the dance too. Oh, you gotta put that on there. Uh, so that is. This is very near and dear to my heart because all the people that alongside me that have worked so hard, and this just kind of represents the goal that we've been working for for so long and i'm just so thankful that we were able finally able to do it and be here so i've never cut a net before probably never will cut a net before was it stressful cutting it like how do you how do you approach the net how do you cut it so that you can like tie it and make it look all pretty like so luckily we had a test run because we won the whack regular season at gcu our last game Mm -hmm. our co-champions kind of stinks but i'll say that but uh so we got to cut down nets in the right end of the regular season and so obviously i go like last totally understand (laughs) um but i got the scissors and preston went before me and he kept like it kept getting caught in the net and i was like oh my gosh uh but luckily he's lefty in the scissors something maybe he's just talked like Maybe he's just making an excuse, but he said since he was lefty and the scissors were righty, he couldn't do it. But anyway, I had the test <laughs> run. I figured out you just really got to get the net like on the very like bottom of the scissor blades, just really chop that thing off. So got it down nice and easy for the regular season. And then in Vegas, when it was really real and there were people there, I was like, okay, can't mess this up, can't mess this up. And <laughs> luckily, it was actually kind of cool. I uh, literally got like the last piece before – the the top rings were all down so i cut it and then like the net fell and so i was like yeah that's so we got to cut off my piece and then put it around the uh put around the brim and a double knot and there she is hopefully oh one thing i didn't know about is the net will actually like start to fray Mm. apparently you have to like burn it or glue it or something yeah you probably have to burn it so that i did not know and so i need to I need to do that before it completely disintegrates. But yeah, that was, that was a really fun, really fun uh, little experience I got to have. Well, bro, I appreciate you doing this. I yes, know it's sir. late there. It's eight fifty eight in Montana. So it's probably almost 11. Yep. 11 there. Appreciate yep. you doing it, bro. Best of luck. Yeah. You guys can catch March Madness. If you guys are watching this still March Madness on TBS, true TV, TNT and CBS. Mm-hmm. They will be playing tomorrow. 
March 20th. Do it. And TBS? Uh, I believe TBS. One thing is all my friends or family, they'll be like, hey, like what channel is your game on? Or like what time is it at? And like, I, like I'll, I'll, a lot of times I like, have no idea. I'm like, <laughs> just like, look, like, like I'm going to be there. I, I'm never worried about what TV channel it's on. Like I got, I, I got front row seats. So like, I'll, I'm always like, um, I have no idea. Like I'll look it up. Like I, but I believe TBS. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to see you on TV. Bring the energy. Yes. Be yes. the next, be the next Twitter meme. <laughs> yeah. I'll do my best. All right, bro. Appreciate you. Thank you guys for watching the podcast. First episode. Watch on YouTube. Subscribe. Comment. Like down below. See who you guys want to have on next. Let me know who you guys want to have on next. Apple Podcast. Five star. Anything else you want to say? Anything else you want to say before we shut it off? Um, just uh, uh, go Lopes. Go Lopes. Peace.